Grade three was when I heard about one of the natural wonders of the world. It was in geography class, and it was the Great Barrier Reef off the coast of Australia. And I was fascinated by it. I also fascinated by, you know, the undersea world of Jacques Cousteau. And I always wanted to dive there. And I figured I had a lot of time to dive there. If you're one of those people like me that figure you have a lot of time, uh, maybe not so much. We're getting very disturbing news this week uh, about the Great Barrier Reef. Joining us now on the phone is Dr. Mark Aiken. He's a coordinator of NOAA's Coral Reef Watch. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Glad to be with you. Why is the Great Barrier Reef so special? Oh, I mean, this is, number one, coral reefs are just amazing places. They're so diverse. They're so beautiful. It, uh, the, the amount of life on them is spectacular, and the Great Barrier Reef is exactly that. It's great. It's huge. It covers uh, the entire coastline of Australia. Last year, uh, it was a particularly disastrous year for the Great Barrier Reef. Why is that? Last year, the Great Barrier Reef was hit as a part of a global coral bleaching event that's been going on since mid-2014. The bleaching in the northern part of the Great Barrier Reef was so bad that almost every reef was bleached, and uh, about two-thirds of the corals in the northern section died. For people that don't know what bleaching is, can you, you describe what that process is and how it happens? So a coral is animal, vegetable, and mineral. And you have this animal inside of which are these microscopic algae that provide them with their color and their food. And the combination builds the skeleton or the reef that the corals build. When the water gets too hot, it breaks up that happy marriage between the coral and the the, uh, algae. The corals have to spit them out into the water. It leaves their tissue clear so you can see the white skeleton right through them. They're still alive at that point, but they're really sick. uh, And if it continues long enough, they'll die. Why do they spit the algae out? So what actually happens is at high temperatures, the photosynthesis starts running so fast Mm. that there's a lot of damage to the mechanisms that uh, make the the food from sunlight. And it happens faster than the corals, or actually than the algae, can repair the photosynthetic mechanisms. And so it's just like, you know, running your car too hot. It's Mm. going to break down, and they're not able to fix it. And when that happens, the algae start letting out some toxic, compounds basically like hydrogen peroxide inside of the coral cells and you know out it goes they they have to spit them out because they're toxic and they're basically starving themselves i would imagine then they're starving themselves they're injuring themselves so they're 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 sick and they're starving have you seen this bleaching anywhere else i have i i was especially horrified by the bleaching that i saw in thailand in 2010 where the whole reef was just white except for what was already starting to die. And the, the fish were confused. They were swimming around not knowing what to do. Um, clownfish, you know, Nemo was uh, was so confused that uh, uh, rather than swimming into their bleached sea anemones, they were going off into coral rubble instead to, to hide. Uh, everything is just all out of whack. Mm-hmm. And as it continues, these really bad events, they get covered with scuzzy algae, the the reef starts to break down. It's a horrible sight. And what's the effect after that? Is it the fa- that other sea life will die because the, the reefs are dying? Absolutely. And it's not just sea life. It's also people. Uh, some half a billion people around the world depend on coral reefs for, for food, for tourist jobs, 
for um, uh, shoreline protection, sand for their beaches. If you don't have reefs, there's a lot that people and a lot of other organisms suffer. How hard is it for you to hear um, that, you know, there's a lot of people that are denying climate change right now? And denying that this is really going on. I mean, there. I, I've been reading a lot of stories on when you guys broke this information, when Professor Terry Hughes released the information in a report, and some people are saying it's bunk. Yeah, well, you know, there, there's. Uh, it's amazing how much people will believe what they're being told by poor sources. Uh, the bleaching is real. It's going on now. There are a lot of corals dying on the reef right now. The worst. Uh, uh, mortality of corals in the Great Barrier Reef was last year. This event has been going on around the world since 2014, bouncing back and forth between the northern and southern hemisphere, and it's being driven by climate change and exaggerated or exacerbated by um, uh, some of the, the climate things like El Nino. We didn't uh, expect to see this level of destruction on the Great Barrier Reef, according to Terry Hughes, the professor that led the study for another 30 years. So uh, what do we do? Is there anything that we can do to actually save the reef now? Well, the biggest thing we have to do is we have to get off fossil fuels as quickly as we can, because if we don't do that in the long run, we're just not going to have reefs. Okay, but what about the the short run? Yeah, in the meantime, there's some actions that people have been taking to uh, uh, experimentally to try things like cooling small sections of reef to to breed corals that are, are better able to survive, uh, to bring corals into the laboratory for uh, or aquarium for safekeeping. But you know, these are all just little band aids. Uh, really, you know, we've got to be dealing with the the big issue, and we've got to do it fast. Safe to say that the corals are the bees of the ocean. Yeah, they're the bees of the ocean or the canary in the coal mine, absolutely. 